This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The Money Pit is presented by LL Flooring, Dice Coatings, Wagner Sprayers, and the Angie App. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you get your how-to projects done. This is episode 2205. You can listen when you want by following the show at moneypit.com slash podcast. Uh, but if you've got some projects to do right now, you can get in touch with us and we will help because that's what we do. We're like your home improvement counselor, your coach. Sometimes you're, we're your therapist if things don't go well. <laughs> uh, but we're here to help you get that job done. So reach out to us. You can do so at moneypit.com slash ask. Uh, or you can post your questions on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the money pit. Coming up on today's show, are you ready to take on a big paint project this spring? Like maybe we're talking about a deck or a fence or, or even the exterior of your house. As tough as that kind of a size job sounds, it's actually become a lot easier now to get done thanks to these new high-efficiency airless paint sprayers. We're going to explain how they work and how they help you get your painting done three times faster. And right about now, we are in the middle of the spring flooring season. That's a time when new products, patterns, and colors emerge and establish trends for years to come. We're going to share some insight on what's new, what's next, and what's trending in flooring for the season. And butterflies are one of the best parts of spring and summer, and attracting them to your house means you'll have an army of pollinators working hard in your garden. We're going to share the top five flowers that will encourage them to make your home their home. But first, we're here to help you create your best home ever. So help yourself first by reaching out with your home improvement question. The number here is one Money Pit, or you can post your questions for the fastest response at moneypit.com slash ask. Leslie, let's get to it. Alan in Tennessee has got a driveway that's cracking up. Tell us what's going on. Well, I've got uh, I've got a house it's about five years old, and uh, the driveway has started getting some cracks in it. And uh, I just was looking for uh, the best way to you know patch them and uh, keep it from spreading. Um, for the past probably three years, every spring I've put uh, pressure wash the driveway and put sealer on it. Um, but you know, other than that, that's about all. I'm ever done to the drive. 
Okay, and, and what's it look like now in terms of the condition? Does it have a lot of cracks in it? It's not a lot, but you know, it, it's uh, it, you know, it's got a few uh, that um, run, and you know, some of them have started spider webbing out. Okay, so here's the thing: you want to try to maintain these so they don't get a lot worse. Quickcrete has a a caulk like product that's designed to fill cracks in concrete driveways. And it's right. a good idea to use a product like that because you know it's going to adhere and expand and contract with the driveway. The goal here is to try to keep a lot of water from getting in there because as the water gets in, it will expand and then it will crack. As it freezes, it will expand and crack. And then, of course, it's a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger, and that's how it, it really starts to break down and break apart the driveway. So as those cracks start to show themselves and open up, it's not unusual, so don't panic. It's pretty much normal wear and tear with concrete, but it's also a good idea to seal them using the products that are designed just for that. Okay, so the Quickcrete is probably the best way to go. Yeah, it's called the Quickcrete Concrete Repair. It's a it's a sanded acrylic latex caulk, and it's designed specifically for crack repair. Comes in two different tube sizes, either a ten ounce tube or a five and a half ounce tube. Uh, not expensive, easy to apply, gives you really good adhesion, and it's going to stand up to the weather, and most importantly, keep the water from getting into those cracks. Excellent. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Jane in D.C. on the line who needs some help with an eco-friendly rug. Tell us what you're looking for. I am in search of a type of rug or, or rugs that one can safely have installed in their home. And uh, and it's not toxic or as toxic as the present ones we have. Yeah, you know, it used to be that we look forward to that new carpet smell. <laughs> right, you, exactly. You know, exactly. Now we know that it's bad for you. So, yeah, I mean, there are lines with all major manufacturers that are low VOC products that have reduced those odors and made them safer for us to take inside our homes. The uh, organization that's, uh, that creates standards for the carpet industry is called the Carpet and Rug Institute and the Carpet and Rug Institute has an indoor air quality testing program that is kind of like an Energy Star sort of thing where you have a seal. It's an icon that has a CRI inside like a small greenhouse. And if you see that icon on the carpet, you know that it meets their standards for low emissions. And that's something you can learn more about at the Carpet and Rug Institute website. But besides that, the other thing that you want to do is try to have the carpet delivered a day or two before it's installed so that it can be unrolled in outside and aired for a bit or perhaps in the garage or a place like that. Um, and that's important. Um, if there's any gluing that has to be put down, you want to make sure that you use also low VOC adhesives so you don't have any any adhesives that, uh, that are contributing to the VOC problem uh, in your house. And I think manufacturers like, I think, Shaw has uh, made a name for themselves with environmentally friendly carpets. Uh, Mohawk is another brand that I know has that has those types of carpets. You know, and when it comes to padding, you might want to use the felt padding instead of any of the rubber padding that they okay, might have. Okay, what do you call that padding? Felt padding. It's just a standard carpet padding. That, of course, you know, cannot be used below grade. But, you know, airing it out is very important. I remember when we were putting wall-to-wall carpeting in my son's room when I was pregnant, um, we had the installer, you know, roll out the piece and keep it in his 
you know, shop for days and days and days and days. I remember my mother used to ask certain things out when they came back from the cleaners. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you took the bags off and let them air out a bit. Exactly. And essentially, you're going to do the same thing uh, with the carpet. Yeah, and that's I think what that I'm will picking it, up from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be much more comfortable. That plus the fact that carpet today, if you search for the right time, the right kind with a CRI seal on it, uh, is going to have less VOCs to begin with. Okay, Jane? Oh, okay. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate this. I've been waiting and waiting, you know, to get this information. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Tanya in North Carolina is on the line with a door question. Tell us what's going on. You've got some rot in the framework. The threshold at the bottom is coming up i guess it's rotten under there it's got to be taken out and then about a foot up on each side of that frame um it's it's rotted out 
So do I have to take out the whole frame and put a new one in, or can I just cut that off and replace that at the bottom? Okay, so Tanya, I think you're talking about, when you say frame, I think you're talking about the door sill and the door jam. Is that correct? Right. Not the what, framing yeah, of the wall. Yeah, whatever the door fits in. Yeah. Okay. So that's the door sill and the door jams. And the best way to replace the door is to cut the entire door out, including the sill and the jams all the way around, and then install a pre-hung exterior door. So, you know, down in North Carolina, for example, you can go to a Lowe's and buy a benchmark door by Thermatru. Mm-hmm. Good quality fiberglass door, all pre-hung, pretty easy and straightforward to install that. And you won't have to worry about it rotting out because it's fiberglass. Oh, okay. You don't try to repair the jam or the sill that are heavily rotted like that. You just tear them out. Uh, The easy way to do that, by the way, is to remove the trim off of all sides. And a contractor would use a reciprocating saw to basically cut the nails between the trim and the frame of the house. Uh And that door will pop out in like five minutes. Okay. I mean, it's really easy to get it out just with uh, the right tools. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Kirk in California on the line who's dealing with a patio issue. Tell us what's going on. I have a 1974 house, and in the back I have a, a patio that I believe was probably poured in the 70s too. It's about approximately 20 by 14, cordoned off into about six quads, um, separated by two by fours. And under the eaves, with a little bit of rain we get, and along the main walkways, it's kind of getting worn down a little bit. And I wanted to know um, how to preserve that. Okay, so first of all, in terms of the patio itself, if the surface is wearing off, you can use an epoxy patching compound on that surface. You know, QuickCrete makes a whole bunch of products that are designed just for that. You want to make sure you choose a product that's designed to stick to concrete and one that's designed to be a patch. Because if you try to use any type of uh, just regular concrete or mortar, it just won't stick well. It might look good for like a week and it'll start to chip and break apart. So you want to use one that's really going to adhere um, very, very well. well. Okay, but how about with uh, the epoxy? Will it still give it the original look? Actually, if you do it to the whole patio, it'll look like a complete new patio it will be actually quite attractive you can get it in different colors as well okay okay i'll try that okay thanks so much all right good luck with that project thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit well do you have a big paint project in mind like maybe painting the exterior of your house or your deck or a fence as challenging as that size job sounds it's actually much easier to accomplish thanks to the new high efficiency wagner airless sprayers these sprayers are perfect for diyers who are just learning about airless spraying you can take on big projects yourself instead of hiring a contractor that's going to save you some money now tom you had the chance to work with the control pro 170 how'd that go yeah, I had to paint a pretty big board-on-board fence, and I got to tell you, using a brush and a roller would have taken forever because if you think about the design of that fence, it's got all sorts of nooks and crannies, so spraying was definitely the best option. But what I really liked about these Wagner Control Pro airless sprayers is that they produce a lot less overspray. In fact, about 55% less overspray than traditional airless sprayers, so you're not going to waste paint. And you're also going to get a softer output and a lot better control than most paint sprayers. The finish looks great, and it goes on about three times faster than a roller. So that means you're going to get your big projects done a lot faster. Now, the Wagner Control Pro airless sprayers are really good for DIYers that are just getting into airless spraying. And i got to tell you, I've got the professional equipment. And that would be really hard for a DIYer to pick up the first time. But these are really easy to use, and they definitely produce a very high-quality finish 
that I think most DIYers will be very proud of. They've got several models. Um, I use that Control Pro 170 again. Uh, and here's why, because it actually pulls paint or stain directly from either a one or a five-gallon bucket. And that's really useful for large projects where you don't want to keep switching out the paint. And in my case, I was doing that big fence. And so five gallons was actually about what I needed, so I didn't have to stop and restock the paint, you know, <laughs> every, I don't know, 20, 30 feet or whatever. So I think it was a really good choice for me and perhaps for you as well. But they have smaller ones. Um, that uh, will just work with a one-gallon or smaller container. To find the right sprayer for your project needs, you can go to wagnerspraytech.com. That's wagnerspraytech.com. And let us know what you think. And now we've got Kimberly in College Station, Texas, with a leaky roof. Tell us what's going on. We bought this house um, many years, several years ago, and uh, we had an inspection of the house, and we didn't know that we had a problem with a roof leak. Uh, the inspectors didn't catch it because the people who owned the house first um, put some plastic over the leaking areas. So when it rained, it held water. And we didn't know that until like four or five months afterwards, after we bought the house. And then our insurance wouldn't cover anything. And we're just, we've got more leaks now because the house is getting older. And so instead of replacing the entire roof, we're looking for some suggestions on some kind of a seal, and we don't even know, you know, there's all these things out there. We don't know what would be the best, if there's anything available, or what we should do. Okay, so you say that they covered this with plastic, and your home inspector never noticed that it was covered with plastic? I mean, duh. No, and it was it's on the up in the inside of the house. And also, they painted the ceiling. They had a five-gallon can of white ceiling paint in our garage, which so they kept it covered all the time, which nobody caught that. Yeah, I didn't think anything about it. Was this roof accessible, the area that was covered with plastic? Yes. And he walked around up there in it, and I guess it hadn't rained in a while, so those little sealed off areas weren't full of water at the, at the time. Let me ask you this. Is this a sloped roof or a flat roof? And has it ever been covered with tar or anything like that? No. So the metal is still fresh in the sense that it's never been tarred over? No, it's not tarred. Well, have you had a roofer look at it? We have. We've had several. And, I mean, one uh, one told us that it would cost us like six or $7,000 to put a seal on it. And uh, now there's some of those things out there, you know, at the home improvement stores. We just okay, don't look, know if... Let me, let me make this real easy for you. You don't seal a metal roof. You repair a metal roof. Metal roofs can last 100 years. So if any roofer is trying to sell you something in a can that he's going to seal the roof with, that is a disaster waiting to happen for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's not the right way to fix it. Secondly, it actually does more harm than, than good, and here's why. Because when you seal a roof with tar, a metal roof with tar, water still gets in, it gets under the tar, and then it quickly rusts the roof away. If you have a roof that is cracked or is rusted out in a piece of, of area, then you repair those. You don't tar over them like you might, say, an asphalt roof. So that's what you need to do is to find a roofer who is a craftsman. And I realize that that's easier said than done. But if you find a roofer that's a craftsman that really has experience with metal roofs and doesn't just know how to tear one off, that doesn't count as experience with a metal roof, which unfortunately many will just like say, oh, we'll tear it off 
and do something else. Now, if you find somebody that really knows metal roofs, then that should be completely repairable. And I would not encourage you to put any kind of sealant on it, but to figure out where it's leaking and why it's leaking and fix it. You got to dig into it further, Kim. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. John in Florida, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I have these double doors, stone-proof doors. Uh, they're made out of fiberglass, and they have a, a steel piece that goes down the middle, and the insulation has receded from where it's supposed to be, and I'd like to know where I would find the stuff to replace it with. So these are metal storm doors, John? Uh, no, they're in, they're uh, fiberglass. The metal rod that goes down the middle, there's a metal piece that goes from top to bottom in the middle, and that has insulation in it. And it seems to have receded at the bottom of the door, at the top of the door. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the astragal, which is the piece in between. And that piece of insulation typically will pull back at the at the upper corner and the lower corner of the door. You should be able to find maybe not that exact type of insulation, but one that one that's similar in a weather stripping uh, supply center, so hardware store, home center. You should be able to find either rubber or uh, a heavy felt weather stripping that could replace that uh, original one that was part of the manufacturer because sometimes with older doors like that it's hard to get the exact part right and the doors have no labels or anything that tells me who the manufacturer was yeah i know and that's a part that's the piece of weather stripping that typically does wear out first so i would think about being creative you're not going to be able to find the exact part but you'll find something very similar that you should be able to make work all right i think i can handle this this show is supported by state farm Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, right now we are in the middle of the spring flooring season, and that's a time when new products, patterns, and colors emerge and establish trends for years to come. For insight on what's new, what's next, and what's trending in flooring, we welcome Jen Meska. She's the Director of Merchandising for LL Flooring. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the program. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I don't think a lot of people know that spring is a really big season for flooring. It seems that while we're all enjoying the outdoors, there's plenty of time to think about refreshing those indoor spaces for the seasons ahead as well. Absolutely. It's a great time, right? Like you can send the kids outside and uh, and clear some space inside and do some updates. It's a perfect time. What are you seeing now in terms of trends moving into this season compared to pasts? I know you guys got some new products and new colors and stuff, but what are what are people going for and why? 
Well, really what we're seeing um, is just a huge uptick in floors that are made up of longer and wider boards. So, you know, when you think about a traditional floor, they were sort of narrow um, when you think about a traditional home. But what's happening now is that boards are getting really wide. Seven inches and wider is, is what we're seeing um, start to uptrend. And to kind of go with that, you want a board that's longer as well. You don't want sort of a, a wide and short board. And what that does is it really helps to expand the space that you're in and give it a really fresh, modern look. Are you seeing any interesting finishes or colors that are going along with this wider plank? Yeah, absolutely. So we've obviously seen a lot of Scandinavian influence in home decor over the last few years, and that's starting to transition into more permanent features in the home, um, like flooring. And so we're seeing a big uptick in blonde floors. It's a really from very pale um, white oaks and super clean natural maples. Um, things like that. So, like, think of your traditional gym floor, things like that, all the way up to lightly textured but still in those very soft blonde colors. It's been very strong. You know, I'm seeing that the performance of a lot of these floors are better than we've seen in many, many years. I mean, we've always had durable floors, but now you've got products like your hybrid stone product like Duravana and others that are really affordable but incredibly durable. I mean, you can't kill this stuff. You could soak it in water. It wouldn't have, it would have no effect on it. Uh, the finishes are really hard, really scratch-resistant, and they're really going to stand up a lot longer than some of the floors we saw, you know, a decade ago. Absolutely, and you're right. We're seeing that both in wood floors and in, you know, more traditional manufactured floors and, and like you mentioned, hybrids. And I think that's the most exciting technology that's, that's happening in flooring right now is taking sort of the best of all worlds. So where you've got, you know, waterproofness in um, vinyl or better decor looks in, in laminate, um, we're combining a lot of those things. Technology has really moved on to put those things together into one floor. And hybrid resilient is a great example. That one happens to be exclusive to LL flooring, but it. It's the floor that can handle any lifestyle. You're right in saying that um, really sort of anything you can throw at it. If you've got a busy household, a floor with incredible dent resistance and scratch resistance is great for kids and pets. You add that um, dual defense waterproofing, and that's sort of an extra level of waterproof. So both the plank itself is waterproof, but then with this um, innovative locking system, it prevents water or anything else leaking in between the joints of the floor. So you are getting the best in water protection there as well. And, you know, a particular favorite of mine about the Duravana floors is that they're made mostly from um, FSC certified forest and wood products. So they're essentially coming from, they're, they're fulfilling that sustainability message with recyclable products. Um, incorporated into the making of them. And so to me, that is just really important as we think about, you know, the future of our planet. So it's, it's great to have beautiful floors that stand up to your lifestyle, but, it, but also, you know, we're doing good things in the world. I mean, the way you described how this floor would stand up, you basically just described my weekend with my children, whereas <laughs> one was spraying the kitchen sprayer across the room. The other one was riding some sort of wheelie cart across the room as well as the dog chased him. So I was like, what is happening? So I may be knocking on your door for some new floors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's 100% we envisioned when, you know, we kind of brought this product to life. So it's great. Well, I used the Duravana in my laundry room recently, and I wanted a floor that was, of course, waterproof, but also really durable. Um, I have a laundry room in a, in, a, in a condominium that we own and have rented for many years, and the laundry room structure was such that, or shape such that, 
people would always sort of walk in this sort of two foot wide area to get in front of the machines. And over the years, the floor just wore down there. Mm-hmm. So I took the machines out. I leveled out the floor, made some repairs there, and I dropped in the Nirvana. And I'm not going to ever have to touch that for a really, really long time. Hey, let's talk about hardwood. You know, even though we have all of these beautiful hybrids and vinyl products that are super tough, sometimes you just want to have some warm wood. Have the finishes on those products also improved with technology? They have. And, you know, you're speaking to my heart. I'm a hardwood uh, girl at heart. So much as I um, think that the technology is incredible in, you know, the manufactured space, and it's really important, like you said, for people with busy households, there's been a ton of improvement on the wood side of the business as well, specifically in engineered hardwood. And if you don't, you know, know what that is, um, it is real wood veneers applied to a different substrate that usually has additional technology to it, so you're getting a bunch of benefits there. Um, my favorite is actually a collection um, that we have called the Era Collection, and it's named that because it really did bring forward a new era in hardwood. So it encompasses the trends that we were talking about, these incredibly long and wide boards. They're almost 10 inches wide, um, 8 feet long, and so you're getting this very like high-trend look in beautiful European colors. They're made in Sweden. Um, but they have the performance much more like a manufactured product where they've got that water protection and they've got incredible dent and scratch resistance. So um, it's really exciting to see what's happening in the wood space there. Well, that's all amazing. I mean, when you can truly have a beautiful floor that stands up to very, very busy daily family life, I mean, I feel like it's just a win-win for everyone, except it's going to put you guys out of business because your floors are going <laughs> to last forever. <laughs> hey, we would be happy with that. You know, like floors that people are happy with for life. That's really our goal. Jen Meska, the Director of Merchandising for LL Flooring. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit with that update, and have a great day. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. While butterflies are one of the best parts of spring and summer, and attracting them to your yard means that you're going to have an army of pollinators working hard in your garden. Now, for butterflies, nectar is the food that they like. So if you plant the right flowers and flowering bushes, the butterflies are gladly going to stop by to feed. Now, these five flowers can help attract those butterflies. The first one has got to be the most appropriately named plant out there. (laughs) It's the butterfly bush, and it is by far the best choice when it comes to a beautiful butterfly garden. The plant itself is also called a summer lilac, and it's gorgeous. Now, next, we have the butterfly flower or the butterfly weed. It's another must-have for butterfly lovers. This plant kind of does dual duty because it not only supplies nectar for adult butterflies, but it's also a host plant for caterpillars. That butterfly weed helps keep the species like the monarch butterfly thriving as the plant itself actually contains a toxic substance that makes the caterpillars taste nasty to predators. Hummingbirds also love those butterfly weeds. Now let's talk about the coneflower. That is third on our list of plants and butterflies love. The coneflowers are super easy to grow. They're actually drought resistant. They're cold hardy. They're going to grow pretty much anywhere. They're going to feature large flowers that bloom over a long period of time. So you're going to have them through several seasons. And I think that's really a must, kind of a staple for any serious butterfly gardener. 
Now, then there's the Aster family. Now, within the Aster family, there's a lot of different varieties, and they're all beautiful. They have a lot of blue and violet hues to them. And the nice thing about this butterfly-attracting plant is that it blooms in the later summer and fall, so that means it's going to attract butterflies for a longer period of time in your garden. And I always sort of like to stagger how things flower in the yard so that you're always, you know, looking at something new and have lots of color. So that's a great choice. And the last one here is salvia. This is another must for any Anybody who wants to attract butterflies, hummingbirds, even honeybees, the salvia plant produces rich nectar even in drought conditions, which is needed as a food source in extremely dry weather. The red is a favorite if you want to attract the hummingbirds, too. They're easy to grow, and they add bright color to any garden. Pat and I was on the line with a question about painting. What can we do for you today? Uh, yes, I uh, would like to paint my aluminum siding on my home. I can't afford to side it right now. And I was wondering if it's possible to paint aluminum siding. Absolutely. There's no reason you can't paint aluminum siding. What you want to do is clean the house really well, power wash it perhaps, and then you're going to have to prime that siding. That's really important. Otherwise, nothing is going to stick. Exactly. So you need to do a primer coat. Okay. Well, what what kind of primer? Well, you're going to use a primer that's designed to work with the paint that you select. So, for example, if you're going to work with the Benjamin Moore family of paints, you're going to use a Benjamin Moore primer. Okay. And the primer is the glue. It's the adhesive coat. That's what makes the paint stick. And then you put the top coat on top of that. Now, will this peel on the south side where the sun hits? No, not if you do a good job on the prep. You know, that's why we're telling you to prime it. It's you because And because the siding is metal, that paint job should last you a good 8 to 10 years. It lasts less if it's an organic material like wood siding, but with metal siding, it can last a long time if it's done well. Oh, good. That's a good thing to know. Okay. I wasn't sure I could even do it. I thought maybe it would just peel right off. Now, the power wash, is that just... Um I'd have to hire somebody to probably do that. Yeah, I mean, unless you unless you happen to have your own pressure washer, yeah, you'd have to hire somebody to do that, and they'll use a detergent and clean off any dirt and debris and algae and so on that's on the on the metal. Then you let it dry really, really well. Then you prime. Then you paint. I mean, it's a big project, Pat. You know, if if you're not comfortable with uh, you know ten foot, twenty foot ladders, depending on how high your house is, you might want to hire a painter to do this. No, I'd probably hire someone else to do it. But do you think it'd be real expensive, or would I be better off to? find a good vinyl siding man. To put. Well, I think that you don't have to side the house. You don't have to put siding. You can paint this house and paint it successfully, and I think it will be less expensive than, than siding. Thank you very much. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome, Pat. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, Stan heard our podcast about raised garden beds and asked some good questions. All right, Stan says, why would you want to raise the garden above otherwise good soil? Potting soil can be expensive. Should I be mixing it with 50-50 with sand? And if I use pressure-treated wood to frame the raised garden, is there any danger that that lumber will leak chemicals into the veggies? Those are a lot of good questions. A lot of good questions. So uh, first off, Stan, the raised garden beds are a really nice way to sort of set off a garden from the rest of the yard. Some people also like to add a roof with wire mesh to keep out wildlife, so you have some options there. And, yeah, potting soil would be expensive, but that's why we recommend garden soil or even specific raised garden bed soil. It's available and is a lot less than just doing it all with potting mix. And as for your concern about pressure-treated lumber, totally understand it, but it's not as much of an issue anymore because the treatment processes were updated over a decade ago. But if you're concerned, a simple solution is just to line the planter with plastic sheeting. But I really don't think it's much of an issue. And you know what? 
those are nice. Those garden beds are a really nice way to get started on a garden around your house. And if you've got kids, boy, they love the garden beds because it's a lot less work <laughs> starting from scratch. Yeah, and you know what? It puts them at a good height for the kids, too, because they're kind of like right in a space where they can reach and help. It's fun because it's right there where everybody can access it. Well, now that the weather has warmed up and the days are longer, let your home's interior reflect what's happening outside. Leslie has some tips in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie, time to refresh that inside space before the cold weather comes back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when it's colder out, I always like to layer things on on the inside that feel cozy and warm and darker because I want to feel all warmed up inside my house. But now that it's summertime, or at least getting to be summertime, I want to bring that outdoors in. I want to feel everything in the house be fresh and light and airy. I really want it to feel beachy and summery. So why don't we start with the items that we use on a daily basis? Go ahead, change out those heavy, dark-toned winter linens, the bedding, the towels. Put those away for the season and swap out for ones that are lighter weight, softer in color, things that sort of have that gauzy, summery feel to it. Even colors and tones of taupes and beiges and grays and light blues, things that just make you feel like you're at the beach. Now, even your draperies, you can make those more seasonally appropriate. You could even go without draperies for the summer season just to let more light in or go with something that feels more gauzy, that has like a nice breezy feel to it, something that's going to move around in the open air, or even swap out a fabric shade for a bamboo one or a natural one to give you that same beach feel and it's super easy especially if you find ones with the same mounting hardware go to the same manufacturer you should be able to just find ones that will interchange with the hardware that is existing to your current shade and finally throw pillows area rugs you can swap those out as well for summery colors summer textures you want that beachy frame of mind i mean my goodness i don't live on the water i'm not far from it about a 20 minute drive but i do love to feel like i'm sort of in that escaped vacation mode when I'm in my house. And you can do it by swapping out some of the things that you've already got in home. And once you do it once, if you don't have it now, you'll kind of store things away and you'll be able to just swap stuff out every season. So don't be afraid to add to your collection. Coming up next time on the program, enjoying a relaxing afternoon in your own backyard is one of the true joys of home ownership. But if you prefer to keep out of the public eye, landscaped privacy screens provide a great option over fencing. We're going to share the best ways to do just that in the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.